to the Mind Body Podcast, your rebellious podcast with me, your host, Maria, where it is all about a strong body, calm mind, healing, and fully living. And today we have yet another special guest, and that is Misha Penton, joining us from Houston. Misha is a musician, singer, and a creativity mentor, and I am so excited to have you here today, Misha. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I am excited about the conversation. We already had a great conversation starting pre-recording. So let's get our listeners an opportunity to get to know you. So who is Misha? Give us three words that did this. That t- Tell us a little bit more about who you are as a person and a little bit of a backstory for each one. Yeah, sure. Um, I, uh, I'm imaginative. I'm unconventional. I'm artistically uncompromising. Um, I create, um, vocal music and music videos, and I help people realize their own creative visions and, and to share their unique voice with the world. So that's really where my focus is. And I love it now. You know, it's so interesting when people would like throw some of these words in the beginning. I'm like, yep, that is why you're here on the rebellious podcast. (laughs) Those words are like so fitting for a rebel. And I I already love that you started with the word unique. And let's talk a little bit about that in terms of what you do and in terms of music and creativity. How does uniqueness play play a part of that equation? Um, well, I think for me, I I come to music um, from a background as a classical singer, as um, a theater artist. I have a background in dance. I sang with rock bands for a long time. So in bringing together really diverse um, influences, I create something that is unique to my experience as an artist and as a person. So um, I'm drawing on a lot of different influences and experiences um, to create the kind of work that I do. Yeah. And you know, it's to what you said, you said you're an artist. And I think each and every one is an artist of our life in some shape or form, you know, whether it's through music, whether it's through art or just creating our life uh, and the results that we have into our life. I think that uniqueness plays such a role I think it's kind of sad that we're not we're we're not encouraged to be unique. We're more encouraged to kind of like fit in the box. And um, oh, what is that book? I wonder if you have read the Artist Way. Have you read that book? The mm, Artist Way. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's about artists, but I think it's a such a phenomenal and profound book for anybody out there who is seeking to be their authentic self. Yeah, yeah. I think there's. Um, you know, there's a lot of marketing pressures and um, uh, niches that you're trying to fit into and and audience development and all those sorts of things that are really important. Um, But I think you get there from being true to yourself and understanding who you are, understanding uh, what you want to share with the world. And it doesn't have, by art, it doesn't have to be like painting or music. It can, you know, everything is creative, no matter what it is that you're doing. So um, it's kind of that generative uh, energy that is, um, that you have to, you you sort of have to bring something that is, is, um, you know, really true to to your experience, to your life and to your work, or it isn't going to resonate with anybody else. 
if yeah. you're, you know, not being true to yourself. Yeah. And I love that you're pointing fear because I'm like, yeah, that gut feeling, that like intuition, that, right? That's what it's making. And if for those of you who are listening on audio, Misha was placing her hands like over her belly and like gut. And that's what it made me think of like that gut feeling, that intuition, that sixth sense, that voice. And I think you're so right. We were just having a conversation with a friend this weekend about exactly uh, social media and being authentic and having an authentic message. Because I will tell you, for example, the messages that I have are kind of unconventional. And a year ago, I was talking to uh, some marketing people and they were like, wow, you're like, they're like, why don't you go with the stream? You're going against the stream. And I was like, because I'm rebellious and like, I have a message that I believe in and I'm passionate about it because I know it makes a difference. And part of that message is stay true to yourself. Don't try to fit into the box and what everybody else is doing. Even if it's unconventional, even if it doesn't fit in the box, even if some people look at you and they go like, you're kind of crazy. And you're like, yep. And I own it. I think there is power in owning your craziness and your uniqueness. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you, you know, you just, um, I think it's really about just being who you are and, and, and one of the things for me as an artist is that idea of finding your voice. And, and that sounds kind of cliche, but it's, it's really infusing your work with your unique experiences in your life. Yeah, um, and just staying true to that, like having a, if you have a vision, it doesn't matter if it's um, unconventional or it goes against the grain. Um, I think there's a reason that you have that vision. And part of that is to share it with people. I completely, completely, completely agree with you. And speaking of that, let's talk about connecting to that gut feeling, connecting to that intuition, because like I teach self-care and, you know, I, te I teach the basics of self-care and frequently people are like, well, I don't know what my thing is. And you do something very creative. You deal with music, you deal with composing, with singing, um, which I don't think anybody is going to disagree. It's creativity. And sometimes I tell people, how about being creative? And they look at me like, what? A self-care? I'm like, yeah, being creative, you know, like even coloring a color book or singing in the shower. I mean, as silly as that sounds, that's like good vibes make you feel good. Tell us as an expert, I mean, somebody who is in that world, what can creativity do for you? You know, I think it, what comes to mind when you're saying about singing in the shower or doing a coloring book, um, I had a, a good friend of mine who said, change one thing and everything changes. And, yeah. and I think of like this idea of doing something, just one tiny little thing differently in your day and being consistent with it. I think yeah. that's really huge. So like if you... If you make tea in the morning, you know, and you make and you make it into a creative experience for yourself and you have particular kinds of tea and you have loose leaf tea and you make it with a particular temperature water and you create basically the conditions for your creative life to emerge. It sounds very disconnected from, you know maybe what you think of as your work but if you change that tiny little thing and it's you're consistent with it every day it's like one grain of sand into the bucket at a time that consistency is going to yield big stuff over a long period of time 
I am smiling big and wide, Misha, because one of the, I talk about meditations and some people are like, I don't have time to meditate. And for type A personalities, it's really hard to imagine sitting and doing nothing for like even a minute, right? That seems like such a waste of time. And I tell people meditation doesn't mean what you're envisioning, like sitting in a Buddha position in a particular pose, breathing in a certain way. And I often use the example of making tea. And it's like, just to really focus on the process of making that cup of tea, like see how the water pours, feel the temperature, feel the texture, smell the aroma, right? Engage your senses and just purely be focused on making that cup of tea, which is super simple, but it allows your mind to focus on that one activity and allows the rest of the mumbo jumbo to quiet down. And you're so right. Something as small as that, you will be shocked of what a big difference it will make in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, Part of the reason people think self-care is so, uh, they have the perception that self-care is difficult because they think it's that big hour and a half thing that you have to do that you hate doing. And it's like, no, transform the little things that you do in your life. How can you convert them into self-care, right? How can you integrate music into your life? Like I will tell you, I love to sing. I have zero singing talent. I love to dance. Uh, and it just, it just brightens my mood. Yeah. 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 And it's it's breathing. Singing is breathing and dancing is movement. And you're going to be energized by those activities, by doing something that's very natural for your body yeah, uh, and nourishing for your body. Um, That's another big thing in my work is taking care of my body is hugely, hugely important to my vocal health to um, anything I do as a performing artist, or even when I'm working in, um, you know, with my recording studio um, in a digital way, you know, I, you know, am, are you hydrated? Are you hydrating? Are you, you know, are you sleeping? Yes. Are you making that, um, you know, when I don't sleep well, that is, affects my entire day. And um, so, you know, I know there's a lot of this, like, oh, prioritize sleep. And it's like, well, it's the time that your body takes to regenerate for the next day. (laughs) So it's, it's those kinds of things that, you know, are, are so important to, you know, if you're going to write a book or if you're going to run a marathon, you have to do what seems to be the little things, um, that really are going to nurture your body and your mind um because your mind has got to be on board too um yeah yeah and it's so funny that you brought that up because i was literally about to ask you what do you do to make sure that you stay creative creative and performing and i also really like that you brought up the little things because i will tell you i was working with a client with uh, some really a really bad injury and when we started working working out it really wasn't working out right we were just barely trying to get mobility i would give her super easy exercises like you gotta do footwork and she's like why am i doing footwork my feet don't hurt and i was like because your entire body is working together and i'll give her these tiny little homeworks which in the beginning she was very suspicious like i don't get it like why are we doing this but over time as she saw how her body is healing 
She really, I mean, you should hear her now. She's like, oh, she's like, you don't need a big workout. She's like, it's the little things because her body at that point, we had to meet where her body was and it didn't, it couldn't sustain a big workout. That's to begin with, but it's amazing how those little steps nurture and make you stronger and stronger and stronger. And the other thing that I was going to bring up is you brought up your voice. How important is the voice? I have to find this video and send it to you. Um, there is an instructor. I don't actually know what it is to give her credit, but she recorded an opera singer doing a Pilates exercise to where she has to properly breathe. And she's actually doing the exercise of like, oh, forgive my singing. I know that was offbeat, but oh my gosh, the depth that she gets as she's doing the exercise, it's goosebumps. There is so much depth and you really can't do that. For example, if you don't breathe properly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, yeah, so it's so um, it's so much about taking care of your body. Um, like I, I kind of said, like, you know, what are you eating? Are you hydrating? I don't drink alcohol, you know, smoking that's out, you know, like all of these, you know, obvious things. Um, and I think um, like what you said about breathing and, and opera singing and classical singing, um, there is this connection to the pelvic floor for mm -hmm. breath support, that feeling, that's where kind of that Pilates sort of idea comes in. Um, and so being able to engage um, different muscle groups, being aware. You're aware, yes, I was going to say awareness. Your kinesthetic sense, right? Like where's your body in space and where is your, you know, what muscles are tense and, and are you holding tension in your neck? Are you, and that's for, you know, we're sitting at computers all day too, you know, a lot of, a lot to of everybody, are. but yeah, you, so what you're really an athlete into what you do. So you yeah. have to take that extra prep and have that extra awareness for your body. Yeah. And it's so, um, you know, I would say, you know, certainly there are real issues with when people have injuries or illnesses. Um, but I would say if you are having um, trouble with whatever it is that you're doing um, creatively, and we'll say creativity in a very, very broad sense, it, I would go back to those very foundational, basic practices of sleeping, nutrition, moving, how are you taking care of your body? <laughs> you know, that's, that's the, your tool in life. So, um, and it's hard and it's a lot of work and it is time consuming, but those building it up over um, a long period of time with those small bite-sized pieces, like you were talking about is really important because it would be overwhelming. Like you said, to be like, Oh, I have to do um, an hour and a half workout. Um, but if you start and you're like, I'm going to do five minutes every day and that's it. I'm not even going to let myself do more than five minutes, even if I want to. <laughs> and I'm going to say for a week, for two weeks, that's what I'm going to do. And then the next set of things, I'm going to do 10 minutes. I'm going to, you know, and before you know it, you know, you, um, have a new habit. you have a new habit and you do have an hour and a half workout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. you want to do it because it feels good and you feel the benefits of it. And what I tell people is then it doesn't become one of those things you have to do on your list, which is already so long, but it's a want to do and you look forward to it and it's a very different feeling. Yeah. And I, I absolutely love what you said. It's so funny because 
I don't even know if you follow me on social media, but I did a video a couple of days ago that I, I talked exactly about what you said. You have to go back to the basics, you know? You have to go back to the nutrition and movement and hydration and sleep and those things. I mean, they sound so basics. And what I always say, they have been like this for thousands of years and they're not going to change yeah. because you can pop every supplement and pop a cream and do a laser treatment or whatever else there is out there. But if you're not nurturing your body properly, that's only going to take you so long, so far. Yeah. And I think when you start taking care of your body, you realize how sleep deprived, for instance, you might, might have been. Um, and, and so then again, with that awareness, you become, um, you become aware of, oh, I haven't been sleeping well, rather than getting used to not sleeping well and running on empty all the time. Yeah. It's like, if you're aware of that, then you can work to change it, work to implement sleep hygiene that's going to help you wind down at the end of the day, that's going to help you get the sleep that you need so that you can do the things you want to do the next day <laughs> and you're not run down, you know? You know, I was uh, talking to a client and I said, oh, I, you know, I was like, I can't believe, I was like, I am feeling so stiff and I, you know, I'm a, a frequent mover. And I said, I can't even imagine people who don't move, like how they feel. And she goes, you know, Maria, before I started doing this, I just thought that was normal. I just thought it was normal for my neck to hurt, for my shoulders to hurt, to be like not being able to move my head. She's like, I thought that's normal aging. Mm -hmm. And because she was not aware of what it feels like to not feel that way, right? And once you're like, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like to be arrested, or this is what it feels to be not stressed. I have people who I'm like, you are so stressed out. And they'll say, well, I'm used to it. And it's like, it doesn't mean it's good for you. Just because you're used to chronic stress does not mean chronic stress is good for your body, mind, and spirit. But yeah. we have to retrain the body and we have to retrain the mindset to, um, to gain that awareness. And I think you brought awareness several times. And I do believe that is so key because un until you're aware, you cannot really make changes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that you will, with increased awareness, you will begin to be able to have, um, you know, what I call like litmus tests for projects that you're working on or for things that you're going to become involved in. It's like, is this a good fit for me? Is this, um, you know, does this respect my contribution? You know, um, there's, that's, it, that becomes a much larger conversation but if you're taking care of yourself and you're aware of what is good for you good for you what is um, nurturing for you that's going to carry into your life into your interactions with people into the kinds of projects you do into the kind of work that you do because you're going to want that nurturing um, sense to expand and be part of everything that you do Absolutely. And that's why I say that self-care is an integral part of your success. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be successful in the way we define success nowadays, you know, my thing is, my statement is you cannot be successful with a broken body or a broken mind because we are so taught to go and um, run, sprint with a cup, you know, with a tank fuel empty. Mm -hmm. And that just only goes so far until the car stops. Yeah. And in our case, until the body stops or crashes. So it's 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 a choice. And that's, I think, the other part to remember that 
you have a choice into how you nurture yourself. Uh, and if you don't, then have suffered the consequences. Mm -hmm. So with all that said, Misha, if you were to give us one piece of advice or a favorite quote, what would that be? Oh, um, you know, a, a couple, I think, come to mind. Um, and it's a little bit along the lines of what we were just talking about, but you know, staying inspired, surrounding yourself with people who are pursuing their passions, their dreams, their interests. Um, I had a friend who used to say eagles only. And I, and I just love that idea. Like, you know, the kind of energy that um, you bring to your life and the, the people that you share your life with, um, you know, striving to have those, that energy all be moving in the right direction, right? In a, in a, in a direction that is um, positive and inspiring and grounding and nurturing and all those, you know, kind of positive things. Um, and not, I don't mean like toxic positivity. That's a big right, thing. Right. Not fake positivity, but, but not fake, but like, you know, it makes a difference. You know, sometimes it's good to get together with a friend and download and, you know, have a, you know, a, a complaining session, but, um, you know, but for the most part, if you, if you work with people and you work on projects that inspire you, inspire others, um, cause it's hard enough to put your work out into the world. Um, and there's a, a, enough out on the internet that's trying to drag everybody down. Um, so finding the energy and finding the people who have the kind of energy that you have, that's going to bolster and buoy and, um, you lift know, you lift you up. Exactly. That's what, that's I what I believe that I call it the power of tribe. And <sighs> I do think the tribe is super key as part of our growth process. So a hundred percent agree with that. And speaking of a tribe and speaking of a positive, you have some exciting news that just took place. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, I uh, just released a new music video and a new single. Um, it's out there streaming everywhere. It's called Earthshine, and it celebrates the winter solstice season. We're coming up on the winter solstice um, in the latter part of December. Um, and it's I love this time of year because it's an introspective time of year, feels like to me. Um, and it's this ending of a chapter before the new chapter begins and I love it that's so exciting to me I just I love that energy of closing um and close folding up like a flower you know like a, a blossom and then blooming again in the new year so um and and the the song and the video celebrate sort of this uh very poetic introspective um contemplative time of year and um yeah so and we'll make sure to include the link to the video when we post this um, on our social media. So you guys can check it out. Thank you. And congratulations on that. That's big news. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Misha. All right. We, I, we cannot wrap up without me asking you, what is your definition of rebellious, Misha? Oh, um, I would say do your own thing. Ignore everybody. Make your work. Share it with the world. And, um, you know, find other people who are doing the same thing in their lives. Yeah, I, 
I really enjoy your energy, Misha. And I, so many of the things you're doing, I'm just sitting here like smiling and going, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's like so aligned. And I, I find it ironic. I know it's not ironic, but because I do believe that and like energy attract like, attracts like that when I have this conversation with people and I'm like, yep, that is, that is the power of tribe. And that is how you attract tribe that, oh my gosh. And that is how you attract your tribe by staying authentic and true to who you are. Yeah. 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 Likewise. I feel the same way. So thanks so much. Yeah. I thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom and uh, you guys do have to go check out Misha out. Um, You are on Instagram, I think Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube. Um, I was just telling Misha that I really enjoyed watching her videos. Uh, She moves beautifully along with the music, which is something that I love to do. I find that very powerful. So I definitely encourage you to go follow her on social media. And Misha, wish you continued success. I would definitely, I know we're going to stay in touch. And you guys, if you have any questions, we are going to share all of the links for Misha. Do make sure that you ask your questions. And really hoping that this conversation inspired you to take care of your body, mind, and spirit to gain that awareness and to use your self-care and your creativity to thrive and live your best life. So Misha, thank you again so much. And you guys, don't forget to stay rebellious. We'll see you next time.